You're listening to the Human Futurology Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Suzanne, where each episode we deep dive into all things numbers, stats, and data, giving you a reliable insight into strategically planning and predicting for the future, mitigating risk in a world increasingly filled with unpredictability. Find more online at humanfuturology.co.uk. Welcome back. It's the Human Futurology podcast with Chris and Suzanne Stiles. This week, our first video as well as audio podcast. So bear with us if there's a few little glitches on the way. Chris, what do you think? Well, most importantly, we're bringing intelligence uh, into uh, people's orbit in terms of understanding uh, the discipline of human futurology. And while that sounds like a real mouthful, um, if you really distill it down into its nuts and bolts, what it basically means is that every single person out there has a unique mathematical blueprint. And when they understand this blueprint, and more importantly, once it's been mapped and they understand how the various numbers and sequences hang together, they can actually begin to see the absolutely fascinating design of their lives and their life path, if you will. So uh, I think it's just marvelous that uh, we, we've moved on to video and um, that we're able to now uh, you know, show them firsthand the study subject charts. And uh, on the back of that, they can really begin to, un- to, to realize and connect with just how powerful this intelligence is. So if you are listening to us on audio, if you hop on over to humanfuturology.podbean.com, you'll find in the blog for each show when we have done a numerical uh, blueprint for a celeb, for a politician, or just anybody newsworthy, that we have included the charts in the podcast blog so that you can have a look at them as well. So last week, last episode, we did Nicola Sturgeon, who uh, resigned rather suddenly, some would have thought. I know that there was a lot of celebration from the haters and a little bit of snivels from the lovers. But as we heard in the podcast, it's not all over for her. But this week, we're going to be having a look at Home Secretary Suella Braverman, And uh, I think from my perspective, knowing um, as much as I do, which is a little bit more than most, but, you know, obviously not everything. Suella Braverman's um, numerical blueprints or mathematical blueprints is going to be really interesting because she's got quite a few names and uh, goes by a different name to the name that she was uh, born with. Yeah, and this is one of the reasons why, uh, the, the work that we do, the research work that we have conducted around this field of human futurology and actually being able to unpack an individual's intelligent mathematical blueprint using numbers and then lines of code or sequences in order to be able to provide them with a very, very different um, set of information to make sense of their past, to understand the present and to be able to look um, with intelligence into the future is is so uh, uh, important, but but also so um, demanding when it when it comes to doing the modeling work for a woman. Uh, you know, a, a, a man, for example, um, has one name, and um, you know it, he might have three or four names, and then and then go by, for example, Michael might have been shortened to Mike, and that's how how he meets and greets the day. But if if that is the case, you're really only doing um, uh, a modelling exercise based on two sets of critically important data. When when you get uh, into the modelling exercises for women, it is so much more complex. Um, which I obviously thoroughly enjoy because I love complexity and detail. Um, But uh, the the reason I say it is so much more difficult and so much more complex is because women change their names, um, usually when they get married. So they've got a maiden name. And um, then if if there's a middle name or two middle names, then those middle names are, are, are dropped in terms of the name by which they meet and greet the day. 
Then they get married and they take on the husband's surname. So there's an entire change. So in the case of uh, Suella Braverman, um, as everybody would know her, born on the 3rd of April, 1980, um, when I did this exercise for her, which we're going to discuss, I needed to not only just have a look at uh, all the various uh, uh, data points uh, that the model requires around Suella Braverman, I also needed to go and have a look at her original birth name, which is Suellen Cassiana Fernandes. I mean, that's that's I mean, that's quite long because she's obviously got a double barreled surname um, that she was uh, born with. But, you know, then she was Sue Ellen, which obviously then became Suella. But there's a difference in that known name, whereas most of us, yes, we might shorten our name. Well, I suppose it's the same as shortening her name. It's it's a nickname that's become a pet, pet name that she meets and greets the name with. But it it is a difference when you, you know, sort of look at it, that these numbers, I mean, I know that you're going to go through them in detail, but the original names numbers still run through the course of your life. I mean, although they may become less influential because you are meeting and greeting the world and your life with a different known name, and then if you get married, you then have a different surname, together in that mix, but all of these cocktails run concurrently and have an impact on your life. That's absolutely right. And one of the critical important things about the work that we are doing and the model that we've developed, especially playing in the field in which we've basically branded ourselves, which is futurists, um, but not um, futurists in terms of technology or IT, actually futurists in terms of the human, um, the individual blueprint and being able to help people really understand a lot more about their individual blueprint, their authentic self, um, and then in turn um, be able to take a forward-looking view, ac actually be able to look into their future um, and see opportune moments. And, and this, is, this is absolutely possible now using the data matrix um, and all the research and the modeling that, uh, that um, you know, we have done um, is that you can look into the future and you can see a year when there's a convergence of numbers happening in a certain way that it is without doubt a very opportunity-rich moment for you in time. And I think if you're aware of that and then you really start to get your life and your, your, your planning and everything together – you probably should be able to, when that year arrives, um, enjoy so much more with and through that year in the way of rewards than if you than if you didn't even know it existed. And, and the same also with antagonistic number combinations. So in a year where things are looking really good for you, it's usually an, an odd, odd uh, number sequence that is prevailing. Um, and uh, on the back of that, you can see, ah, oh, aha, that's really interesting. So the likelihood of that year delivering something really special to me is high. Therefore, what am I doing to align my mind, my thoughts, my actions, my behaviors, my emotions around that moment in time in order to, if you will, get as much as you can out of the harvest? But similarly, you can also look into the future and you can see moments in time when antagonistic numbers are combining. And then you know that's going to be a challenging time for you. Um, and on the back of that, or a demanding time, on the back of that, you can start to intelligently begin to think about, well, seeing it as that there, this is revealing a risk. Um, you know, what on earth could I be doing to mitigate that risk or, or reduce that risk? Or, you know, better manage myself through the risk, seeing as that it is going to be there. And what I love about the model that we've developed is that it is so far from this um, American rah-rah motivational coaching, life coaching, everything's great all the time, 24-7, 365. Yeah, it, it's just that because that's not the case. It's not sustainable. We know for a fact that there's no ways that every, every year of your life can be a su superb year. You just have to apply your mind to that and realize it's just not, it's just not possible. Because the thing is, everything works in cycles. So just as you've got winter, and then you've got spring, and then you've got summer, and you've got autumn, so you have these phases or these seasons in your life. And when you're able to identify them, 
and and plan around them and either um, you know really leverage them or mitigate. Now now you're starting to work with complete next level intelligence, and this is what we're actually going to be discussing uh, today in the charts of Suella Braverman. Well, I just want to take a tiny step back before we go straight into Suella in what you were saying right at the beginning in terms of what human futurology is. If you look at the way that AI has exploded in the last few weeks with these uh, chat bots and things that are, are, you know, taking over our lives, taking over the world, um, the media would have you think, but are sort of replacing a lot of um, human jobs and human practices in terms of futurology and human futurology, any anything that can give you a deeper insight into yourself and help you to be able to perhaps change your career, change your career up a little bit if you're doing something that you love, acquiring additional skills, understanding things better from a human perspective, because the world of AI is going to replace a lot of things that we currently take for granted that are carried out by human beings. Well, yes, that is very true. I I also think there's another dimension to this, and that is the dimension of here and now. Um, If you were to sit down with a CEO of of literally any company um, on the planet, they would have very, very detailed plans for literally every part of their business. They would have risk plans. They would have risk mitigation plans. They would have... Plans that are that are, are are looking to the future in terms of growth, but one of the things that every CEO will tell you, whether they mean it or not, you know, is debatable. But they will obviously all sing from the same hymn sheet, saying that the most important component of any company is its people. I think some of them might just say that because it's fashionable to do so. Um, whether they actually live it or not is another story. But it is the truth. Um, the people in your company are, the, are your most important asset. Now, sit down with any manager, sit down with any executive, sit down with any CEO, sit down with any board and turn around and say, do you even have the slightest understanding of what the future might have in store for this individual? They would look at, they would look at you as if you'd fallen from another planet because they don't have that information. All the information that they've got on people is what they know about the person. And what they, and, and most that, of that's that, what they think they know. Well, in actual fact, it's precious little. It really is. It's, it's precious little. Um, you know, they think they know their people. They honestly don't. Um, so imagine um, some, somebody uh, like a CEO being, being able to start to work with intelligence, uh, which is providing a, a, a very real and accurate uh, forward-looking view of the executives under his or her control. Um, you, you know, now, now you're starting to deal with next-level strategic intelligence. And while people might think, oh, you've got to be joking, you know, this, it is impossible to predict the future. <laughs> Well, I mean, I know that we haven't what bought is, you a crystal ball lately. What is what what is what is impossible? Impossible is only impossible until it becomes possible, until it's proven. And the thing is, after thousands and thousands of hours of in-depth research and modeling and testing and learning and back to the drawing board and toing and froing and tearing my hair out um, and help from people like yourself. I know without a shadow of a doubt that I have developed a mathematical model which is laser accurate in terms of its combination of numbers and absolutely lays down a person's journey in numerical format and sequences. Now, the thing is, it's the understanding and the interpretation of the numbers which is the critically important thing. 
And if I look at my ability to understand and interpret these numbers now, it is significantly advanced than what it was two years ago and two years even further back. So it's evolving all the time. But the fact of the matter is, um, whether, whether people actually want to believe it or not, um, you know, it's, it's, it's the, 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 I am sitting on a model which absolutely gives you forward-looking intelligence around a person on a very, very individual and bespoke level. And this is the type... It's going to be very interesting because when we go into Suella Braverman's um, intelligent mathematical blueprint now, we're actually going to see why she wasn't going to win a leadership race in 2022 and how you can actually see that in the data that has come out of her mathematical blueprint. But even though, you know, that happened, look at the position that she's in now, you know, having one of the big four top jobs. So I think it's quite important to sort of go through the basics, where you get the information from. So I'm going to pop up the um, screen now and um, let's just have a look at... uh, Suella Braverman's basic data that you put together. Sure. So here we go. When when it comes to the mathematical modeling exercise, uh, in order to really dial into a person's bespoke intelligent mathematical blueprint or grand organized design, Um, Some of the data points that I am leveraging and feeding into the model come from their name and their date of birth. And what is so interesting is that when you combine this, you you actually get a blueprint that is completely unique to that human being. Therefore, your birth name and your date of birth is not random at all. Um, When combined synchronistically in an intelligent way, they are actually expressing mathematically and numerically your design, your expression, uh, your, your life's journey. And within, within all the various sequences and years and lines of code, you can see fascinating things. You can see births, you can see marriages, you can see divorce, you can see success, you can see devastation, you can see it, literally it, it's all there. Um, so, so the, the first thing for people to understand is that this is not random. This is not random at all. The, 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 the journey that you, that you're walking is, is one that is very, very, very highly organized. Now, this is just a snapshot of some of the stuff that I'm working with. And I include it just purely for interest's sake, but as we're going to discover in terms of Suella Braverman and her life right now, 2023, the fact that she's the home secretary of the UK. Uh, Her career really took off in 2022 um, when she was appointed to home secretary by Liz Truss, the the then PM of of, uh, and leader of the Tories. You'll start to see that this is not random. It's not random in the slightest because the numbers are actually sitting in her charts. It's just that no one actually knows, knows of this. No one thinks this way. And on the back of that, you know, um, it, it, they would never have actually thought that, that this intelligence exists, and it does. And this is why you can actually really um, make use of very powerful bits of information. And, and one of the, the key numbers, as we're going to find out shortly, driving her life um, and her success at the moment, both through the name uh, Sue Ellen Cassiana Fernandes and her core name, now married name, Sue Ellen Braverman, is the number three. So isn't it very interesting to notice that she's born on the 3rd of April? So the third is a number three. Um, you know, her professional attainment number, and I'm just I'm just talking to, to the threes because I think that's the critically important one. Her professional attainment number, which means the number that is that is really driving her external success, <coughs> is the number three. How do I know that? by adding the day um, that she's born on and the year that she's born in. And that's 1980 plus 3, 1983. If you add 1983, you get 21. And if you add 2 and 1, you get 3. So there's another 3. 
Um, if you go back to her maiden name, uh, her full maiden name, Suellen Cassiana Fernandes, if you run the numbers that uh, uh, provide what is called an expression number, that name totals 93. Nine and three is 12, one and two is three. What is the, what is the balance number for her married name, Suella Braveman three? So when the number three is in play, we are talking about a time when her maiden name, which is a critically important part of her life from birth through to death, is in its stay in is in its a phase of maximum self-expression. If we're talking the number three theming a year, we know that from a married married name perspective, she's in a state of balance, which is a very powerful place to be. Um, we also know that it is, we now know that it is her professional attainment number. It's also the day that she's born on. So just by looking at this and taking these numbers and feeding them into the into the model, we already know that the number three is a critically important number. Um, and as I will prove to you shortly, that is the number that is actually driving her life this year and for the next couple of years. So things are actually looking extraordinarily good for her. And that might be very concerning news, especially for the likes of uh, Keir Starmler, Angela Rayner and the Labour Party and, and Labour supporters. Um, but, you know, let's then just take a, a, a look um, a little bit further. We are in a year 2023. So if we just take the numbers 2023 and we break them down to zero and we add them together, we get the number seven. So 2023 is a number seven year. So now you, you can actually pull up that, um, that the next chart, um, the one that you flicked up there, the birth chart. Right, there we go. So if we have a look at this chart in front of us, the first thing we see right in the middle uh, is, is a, a, big, a big red number seven. Um, and um, the, the chart has disappeared. I'm going to share it with the arrows. So just carry on. I'm going to share it um, not in so that I can move the arrow around for you. So the number seven is... Uh, there it is with a big green arrow. So the, the number seven is her life path. Um, and that's a very important number to know. What is the number of your life path? If you don't know it, why don't you know it? Because when you do know it, you can start to begin to think very differently about how your life is organized. So Suella Braverman, um, if we take the, 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 the numbers in her date of birth, three with being born in the third, four April and 1980, and we add them together, we get a number 1987. Now, if you split those numbers apart and you add them together, you get 25. 1 plus 9 plus 8 plus 7 equals 25. And 2 and 5 added together gives you 7. So that's the, that's the primary sequence of her life path is 1987 slash 25 slash 7. Now, what is so important about that is 2023 is a number 7 year. Therefore, it synchronizes perfectly with her life path. Therefore, you can immediately begin to deduce that something really big or something significant could happen to her this year, and it absolutely has. Then we look at the next um, backing number within the sequence of her life path being 25. So what is 25 telling you? 25 is telling you that in the year 2025, she's going to have another very important life path related experience. So immediately from this, you can take a step back and you can say, right, so things are looking really good for her. She's the um, um, Home Secretary, Secretary of, of the UK. She's in a very powerful um, phase of her, of, of her career. You'll see just now that the number is aligning very favorably. This year, number seven of 2023 corresponds perfectly with her life path. Going forward, the number 25 sits within her life path sequence. So all of this is basically intimating that things are just going to build a significant head of steam up into 2025. And as we well know, um, you know I, I think the 24th of January, 20. 
25 is the latest that the next UK general election can be held. So the likelihood of it being held the year before, probably in December, is high, um, either November 2024 or December 2024. So, you know, looking at this, there's a, there, this is actually in many ways boding very favorably for Suella Braverman because um, let's take a situation where, for example, the Tories are not successful at the next general election and let's say Labour do win it, and Keir Starmer, if he's head of the Labour Party at that stage, becomes PM. It's n- that, that is not going to have a massive knock-on effect at all for Suella Braverman, because whatever happens, um, she is in a, she's in a golden phase of her life. So success is hers either way. Well, let's, let's, I'm just going to take the charts down there for a minute so that we can have a chat. So looking at um, the numbers that just base make up the very basic numbers that you start your your data matrix with, you know, and I know that everybody has to start at the beginning. In terms of her date of birth, that doesn't change. Obviously no. not. I mean, you, you don't change when you were when you were born, but in terms of her name. Now, I know that we are going to talk about her name because if we have a look at the fact that she was born Sue Ellen Cassiana Fernandez, uh, Sue Ellen, and then she became, obviously, I would assume Sue Ella as a child, um, where it became a, a, a known name, and then it was Sue Ella Cassiana Fernandez. And then she got married in 2018. I think that's correct. So in this, so, and and usually when you get married, the new name does sort of tend to come in with a bit of a smack because it's quite a change and and it's quite an impact. Did her new surname and the name change actually bring in massive change for her? It was actually a very positive change. Um, uh, And and this is, this is very interesting. Um, And, you know, when when doing diagnostics, and it, it's it's quite interesting, but most of most of the clients um, that we have had to date um, are women wanting to understand more around uh, the construct of their lives. Um, you know, how how could this intelligent mathematical blueprint understanding help them uh, further their career or something like that? We have had a couple of male clients. Um, but not nearly as many female uh, as we have female. They, they just they, they, they seem to be far more interested in this. I think men might think it's away with the fairies and woo woo, uh, which it absolutely isn't. Uh, I mean, this is this is this is hardcore number crunching. Um, but uh, there's no doubt that this type of intelligence is adopted far faster um, think, by women than it I is th- by men. I think as well for but, women. But, when when we get married and our name changes, I think we feel that impact on our lives. We know that there's something different. I mean, often um, I've heard um, women friends who've been married, um, especially getting married later in life, so they're more aware of who they are and suddenly feeling like they don't know themselves anymore and you know, when you read all the magazine articles about it, it'll, you know, it'll be looking at, oh, you've lost your independence, you've lost your identity, but you haven't lost your identity. You've gained a new identity, but on an emotional level, which comes through on a physical level, you are not the same woman you were before you get married. Now, I mean, we've we've also seen um, recently that some of the um, same-sex couples, when they get married, um, the partner takes on the other partner's name. Um, so we've even seen some some male um, marriage partners actually one of them taking on the name of the other partner. Or in fact, double barreling the name, and then they've both changed their name. So it it, it is going to have a an impact on a bigger um, range of society now. But I do feel that um, I know from my perspective. You know, I married and divorced young for my first marriage, and I went back to my maiden name 
But, um, you know, we got married in 2010 and there was definitely a difference. I felt the difference when we got married. Well, people wouldn't even think that way because they, they never taught to think this way. You know, th this is the thing. I, I, I guess because I have Asperger's and because I am high-functioning autistic, I make sense of the world through numbers and numerical sequences and patterns. Um, I, I struggle to make sense of the world through anything else. So this mathematical model and this intelligence that I've created, which we now know is helping people tremendously because it is real and it's tangible and it's and it's it's robust it's been tested i mean you're talking thousands of hours thousands of charts years and years and years of diagnostics and research to get to this point but the thing is i built this model so that i could try and make sense of my life um and it's it's helped me tremendously and as an offshoot um, this intelligence is, is now available to help anybody out there who wants to understand the construct of their life better or better understand the construct of lives around them. Absolutely, and I and think that, that it's, in it's the, an important thing. In the instance of Suella Braverman, what is critically important is if you go into her um, the, the, the data matrix uh, that I compiled around her maiden name, you will actually see that the year that she married into the surname Braverman, um, the, the, the year that, or the number that was actually defining that year, if you, if you look on the, at, at the, uh, the chart on the left and you look at the column of red numbers, yeah, there where the, uh, where the cursor is, um, you'll see 15.6. Now, uh, 15 6 is actually Suella's um, professional emotional attainment number. So the thing is, marrying into the surname Braverman, the, the vibration Braverman, um, actually happened at a time um, in, in, in her life that, that aligned perfectly with professional emotional attainment. Um, and from there, there's actually been almost a, a quantum leap for her. So uh, it's it, it's it's not it's not as if um, after marriage there was there was a, an exceptionally challenging time for her. It's almost like the married name added a dimension into her um, numerical construct in a very positive way, almost. Uh, accelerating, if you will, um, things for her on a, on a professional level. Now, and before we get to the next stage, and, and because I'm sure it's something that's going to pop into um, your minds as you're listening to this. So, you know, just taking a, a quick break from that, and I, I'm going to go back um, from the screen share. So what if you get a, a set of numbers that are not good when you change your name? What what does what does knowing that the or not that they're not good, but they might be more challenging? You know, Suella Braveman's been hugely um fortuitous in fact that the name change that she's had has just added on to the great numbers that she had, and also you we we're going to share the synergy um with you, but what happens if you've got a difficult set of numbers? Does does knowing make it easier? Well, I don't know if it makes it easier, but the one thing it does do is it it it, it gives you, I think, choice. Um, there are there are there are certain name changes that have taken place in clients that I have analysed. Where post marriage, uh, the, the 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 numbers have been extraordinarily difficult. So, uh, and, and this is according to the, uh, the the data matrix that is generated around the married name. And where you, where you have a very difficult set of numbers that are in play, what needs to be understood is the fact that 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 
those challenges and those numbers are going to be directly experienced by that woman. And they are going to impact massively. And the thing is, this, I believe, could explain a lot of the reason why after, shortly after marriage, a husband could be looking at his wife and saying, I don't know who you are anymore. You, it's, it's like you're a completely different person. You're not the person I fell in love with. You're not the person I married. Uh, I don't know what has happened to you. And she can't understand it either because she knows something's changed. And the thing is, the two of them then actually find themselves in, in an extraordinarily difficult and challenging set of circumstances. Um, whereas if this exercise, if you know that a couple is going to be get, getting married in a couple of months' time and you do the modeling exercise and you look at the numbers going forward and you can see that, uh, that maybe for a couple of years the combinations are deeply antagonistic, then I think it's actually brilliant for the couple to know that this name change is going to bring about quite a lot of drama um, in, this, in this woman's life. And on the back of that, you know, you need to, if you decide that you're going to go ahead with this name change, then you, you, the two of you need to realize that you're going to have to chart some pretty deep and troubled waters together. And that's, and um, that's the important thing. It's, it's, it is together because it, it's not so hard and fast in the modern day that the woman has to take the husband's surname. Um, a lot of women like to take the, their husband's surname, but at least if you know that there's going to be antagonistic experiences for the next year or so that that you know why so that you can work through it together because you are take taking on a, a completely new set of numbers so let's get back to suella and, and thanks chris for just going through that i thought it was really important because to me it was it was just something that popped into my mind as you said oh you know these numbers were very good for suella so let me take you back to the data matrix and and let's have a look at where and how um these numbers have been you know so good for her and, and what the synergies are so earlier i mentioned the importance of the number three it is the day that she's born on it is her professional attainment number therefore it's linked with career success it is also her maiden name, which will persist like a deep water current throughout her entire life. Her maiden name expression number. Therefore, when the number three is in play, that name is expressing itself at maximum capacity. And it also signals a time according to her married name when she's in a state of balance, therefore very powerful. So now look at how um, in the column, in the column of red numbers in the chart on the left, look how the sequence 12-3 defines her, her, her life journey from 2023 through to 2026. And, and this that is, is, is Cassiana Fernandez, yes. Correct. And if we look to the right where I have done the same modeling exercise for Suella Braverman, we can see that the same data, make, the, the data matrix has the number 12-3 theming or defining her life from 2021 through to and including 2026. And this is, this is really, really interesting. So th this is very rare. It is incredibly rare for the same number that defines or themes a year to present at exactly the same time in the maiden name and in the married name. When something like this happens, this is a doubled synchronicity. And that is indicative of a, of a, of a very, very extreme event in her life and in this case a very very positive one so 
you know, therefore, it is not in the slightest bit surprising that Rishi Sunak made the decision to retain her as foreign minister um, when Liz Truss had to resign. And the interesting thing is that looking, looking forward, we actually see that things just get better and better and better um, for Suela. Um, and there is a, uh, if, we, if we focus on the data set on the right, where I've got the seven, the 12, and the three, and the two, which are blocked off by a pink block, we actually are seeing an exceptionally, exceptionally powerful moment in time there where we're dealing with professional attainment, we're dealing with both of her life path numbers, we're dealing with a personal attainment number in play in the way of a number seven. Um, and, you know, this, this is indicative of the fact that going back as far as 2021, but more importantly, from 2023 through to and including 2026, Suella Braverman is in a golden, golden, golden phase of her life. And well, I... Before you carry on there, um, Chris, something that I, I thought was was really very interesting is when you look in her maiden name from 2021 through to 2026, you can understand with the 12 threes there why she thought she would have been well in, in the running for the leadership um, contest in 2022. But if you think she's only been married since 2018, so she hasn't been married that long with the new numerical sequence running, and then you look at um, the numerical sequence for 2022 in her maiden name, the synergy wasn't there. The 12-3 wasn't, wasn't there. So it's almost as if you can understand why, even though she made the bid, in a period in her married name where it was looking good, um, it's not the case when you look at her maiden name. But looking at, at 2024, 2025, what, what do you think that that could be? Well, uh, what, is ex what is very obvious is it's a very, very powerful time in her life um you know we this is this is where one if, if you want to kind of extrapolate to things like elections or whatever you know then you would need to look at a combination of charts in other words her chart with rishi sunak's chart against the chart of for example Keir Starmer and angela rayner they seem to be the two people that are going to take labor through to the election as as the as the the the, the, the A team, um, but either way, the numbers for Suella are golden, um, and so this is already, I believe, um, holding up a first candle of intelligence that people who are writing off the Conservatives as losing the next general election in 2025 need to be very careful um, because Suella Braverman's numbers are looking golden. I know for a fact that Rishi Sunak's numbers are looking golden. We could actually do that as a completely different podcast or video. Um, but these are, these are clear signals um, that... You know, don't don't write these people off. Don't write the conservatives off because I am not seeing in any way um, major trouble in Suella's numbers heading into the election. And if um, Rishi's numbers are good, um, perhaps it, it's, you know, not that, as you say, we don't have a crystal ball and we're just surmising here looking at um, the data matrix of, of Suella herself. Um, and the fact that you are aware that Rishi's numbers are good, but it, there's no guarantee that this is election related. But considering that there is definitely a general election in the offering next year, early 2025, it's actually going to be quite interesting, perhaps, to do the um, next podcast 
on on the pairings of of Keir Starmer and Angela Rayner. And I would say that, you know, Suella is putting up her hand. She's doing a lot of round of television interviews. Um, she's certainly upping her profile. Um, and you've got Rishi Sunak, who has just had the, um, well, the imminent success um, of the Northern Ireland Protocol for Brexit. Um, I think they're calling it the Windsor Brief or the Windsor Document, something along those lines. But she's not going to be written off anytime soon, is she? I mean, I know there's been big calls for her saying not that a, Not at all. There, 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 there is no way that there is disaster in her numbers. Now, what is very interesting, um, and people can, even if they want to go back into my Twitter feed, um, when Rishi Sunak and Liz Truss were contesting um, the uh, Tory leadership bid, um, I actually tweeted that Liz Truss was going to win. Um, and she did. But the thing is, when you looked at Liz Truss's numbers, you could see the victory, but you could also see the chaos literally immediately afterwards. And that's exactly what happened. Um, whereas if you look at Rishi Sunak's numbers and you look at uh, the numbers of Suella Braveman, you are seeing good protagonistic sequences from 2023 through to and including 2025. Um, so, yeah, you know, while we can't make broad statements, um, what you can certainly do is begin to um, bring a different level of intelligence into the conversation around don't write the Conservatives off, don't write Rishi and his team off. And there's no ways that Suella Braverman is going anywhere other than potentially even into a bigger job. Well, especially considering, you know, Rishi's actually had a couple of successes. Um, you know, you, you never have, unfortunately, in today's environment, we can't write off... Um, an escalation in the armed conflict that's ongoing in Ukraine, the fact that, um, you know, the calling is is that uh, there's going to be more more of the same ilk to come. And, you know, these are things that, that play heavily when it comes into the time for a general election. Now, if you'd like to follow Chris on Twitter, you can do so. He's on at Chris underscore styles 19. And also you can follow us on at human futurology. And, you know, Chris's tweets are sometimes considered a little controversial, but, you know, he just says it how he sees it just based on simple data and simple analytics. There's no crystal ball in there. It's just as he sees it and who has what kind of numbers. And, um, you know, is there anything that you'd like to to go into any further in Su Suella's data matrix? Would you like me to bring that back up? Uh, yes, if you could just bring up uh, her birth chart again, because there's one final uh, connection, which I think is really fascinating to understand. Um, and uh, that is on the right where you've got that blue arrow pointing down to the number 22. Let me just, let me just, oh, I can't bring the green arrow down. Well, well, don't, don't worry about the green arrow. Um, if I can just focus people's attention on the blue arrow. Um, yes, for the, with the red outline. That is her final pinnacle. It's pinnacle number four. Um, it starts. It started at the age of, uh, and and what is what is really interesting um, is that it is an indication um, of the fact that a pinnacle experience for her um, re resides within the number twenty-two throughout her journey. And yes. uh, what year did she become foreign secretary? She became foreign secretary H home in twenty twenty. Yeah. So even even though that her home secretary apology, even though that is a forward-looking view, um, it nevertheless reveals the importance of the number twenty-two within her construct or her intelligent mathematical construct 
And therefore, it is not surprising that 2022, if you will, was the year when her career really took off with her landing one of the big four jobs. Well, I tell you, I, I think it's it's really interesting because I know that there was a huge push towards um, giving her the heave-ho and, and getting rid of her a, a month or two ago. But she seems to have really cemented her position um, in the cabinet at this time. And it's interesting to see how the synergies are. I'm going to just pop us back to that slide in terms of the synergies between her maiden name as Suellen Cassiana Fernandez and her married name and, and known name being Suella and Suella Braverman. I mean, I think she's got some great things to look forward to. Without a doubt. With, 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 without a doubt. And uh, that's why I guess the, 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 the way for me to wrap up my input into this video um, is just to remind people that given the fact that her numbers are golden, given the fact that Rishi Sunak's numbers, especially heading into 2025, are golden as well, um, be very careful of uh, what is being portrayed in the media as this really big lead that uh, Labour has over the Conservatives, um, because you might just find that in the very near future, things shift dramatically, and um, you, you going into the next general election, Labour may not nearly have the same lead that they've got right now. Well, you know, I, th I think only time's going to tell, but I, I think you're absolutely right there. And next week, I think we're going to bring you, I, th I think it'll be great to do a comparison between uh, Keir Starmer and Keir Starmer's numbers, um, particularly as Labour leader, the partnership of Keir Starmer and Angela Rayner. Um, I mean, that that's that's has stood a little test of time, very different Labour um, ideals between the two of them. Whereas Keir Starmer's probably a little bit more Tony Blair and uh, Angela Rayner's probably a little bit more Jeremy Corbyn. So it's not been the easiest of uh, partnerships, but it seems to be pretty strong. And they definitely be, will be the pairing going into the general election. Um, I can't see there being any t form of uh, leadership contention between now and then. I, I'm, but uh, only the numbers will tell. Absolutely. Lovely. You've been listening to Chris and Suzanne Styles on the Human Futurology Podcast. You've been listening to the Human Futurology Podcast with your hosts, Chris and Suzanne, where each episode we deep dive into all things numbers, stats and data. Join us again next week for more tips and tricks on how to strategically plan and predict for the future. Find more online at humanfuturology.co.uk.